From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the importance of stepping outside your sexual comfort zone as we share about having sex twice in one day. And artist Vic Munez had this to say about magical things. He said, the really magical things are the ones that happen right in front of you. A lot of the time you keep looking for beauty, but it's already there. And if you look with a bit more intention, you see it. And that's really going to be the focus of today's show, talking about being intentional with your sexual intimacy. Um, but first and foremost, I want to say Happy New Year yes. 2016. Um, we are excited for this first show of the new year, and we're excited for all of you that have been longtime listeners, and especially excited for those of you that are joining us at the One Extraordinary Marriage Show for the very first time. Yeah, um, and we're, we're, we're using a hashtag this year. We really believe that this is going to be your best year ever in your marriage. And um, we're using a hashtag this year. So whenever you you hit us up on Twitter or other areas and you just want to hashtag it, hashtag best year ever, mm-hmm. because that's what it's about. Let's start out this year right here, right now, declaring that it is going to be our best year ever. And for those of you that are brand new and for those of you that have been around for a while, you know that we start each and every show with a hug. And uh, for those of you that are new, our hugs are feedback from you, our listener. They're you sharing what's going on in your own marriage, how the show has made an impact, those types of things. And, and we start every show that way because you know what? It's important for you not to know, for you to know that you're not alone, for you to mm-hmm. hear other people's success stories, to know, you know what? If they can do it, so can I. And right. this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's Top 10 Ways to Initiate Sex, mm. which you can find at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate. And in this free resource, you can learn the proven ways that have worked for thousands of couples around the world. Even if you're not the one who usually initiates, you can learn how to break the sexual tension and have your spouse responding in no time. How to have fun in the situation while loving and respecting each other. How to set yourself up for success in just five minutes or less and a whole lot more. So make sure you get it today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate. And I'm so excited for this hug because one of the really special things that happens here at the One Extraordinary Marriage, in the One Extraordinary Marriage community, is that every once in a while we get an email or a voicemail from somebody that says, we did it. And a we did it comes about when you guys have done some type of sexual challenge, be it the seven days of sex. Some of you have gone on to 30 and 60. And I know that there are a few of you out there who have done like 80 and 90 days. You're like the the super uber rock stars. Um, But we are starting 2016 with a we did it. And here we go. Yes, we did it. And what fun we had, especially the date night and the other place night and the new position night. (laughs) Laughs you should only share with your spouse. Like four broken condoms. Jeez Louise. Married almost 20 years and we have six children and that's never happened. I love it. Best year ever. Right there. Best year ever. I mean, here's a couple. Like, just pick up a few things that they shared there. And, and, you know, some of the things that she alludes to are things that are in our book, um, Seven Days Sex Challenge. 
but you know they tried all of these different things right date night another place a new position and, and they were laughing together mm-hmm. right and i hope you all caught that they have 20 years of marriage together and six kids right and this couple is still finding time and making time to make the seven days of sex challenge happen so no more excuses for you guys right no more all oh, the kids because they obviously have kids and well we've been married a long time and six of them right and they don't give us their ages but married almost 20 years you've got to figure everybody's probably between you know zero and 20 so there are still kids living at home right so no excuses if it's going to be your best year ever no excuses yeah and for those of you who've already done one pick a date this year and do it again elisa and i have done what well, we've attempted seven of them and we've completed six so it, it's not like we've done it once and we're like, oh, that was great. We'll, 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 you know, we'll talk about it for everybody else to do, but we'll never do it again. No, 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 no. We, we do it each year. We'll find a time mm-hmm. during our, our, our year when we pick it up and go, this is going to be it. And I would definitely encourage you, those of you that have never done a seven days of sex challenge before, um, pick up the book. It's an easy read and it's going to give you a lot of the behind the scenes, a lot of the planning stuff that needs to happen prior to getting started because it's not just as easy as saying, well, we're going to mark off this week and have sex for seven days. There's a lot more to it than that. So we'll make sure to have a link on the show notes for seven days of sex challenge or you can go to Amazon and pick it up there if you're you're an Amazon shopper. Or sevendaysofsex.com. There you go. So, you know, Tony said at the outset that we are going to be talking about having sex twice in one day and... You know, for a couple that talks about sex. Wait, wait, wait. We, we got to give a little woohoo for that one. Oh, well, definitely. <laughs> but I was, I was going to give all the kind of the backstory before we did the woohoo on it. Okay. Because Tony and I have been married for over 19 years now. Um, we've been together for 21. We have two children, you know, a teenager and an elementary school age child. And we do the intimacy lifestyle, right? So, you know, we've been intentional about our sex life for the last what eight years now oh my gosh it's really, been, it, it, been eight years that we've really been intentional about our sexual intimacy yeah holy cow um which just actually blows my mind that we've been doing this for eight years i blow your mind well yes that too <laughs> no shortage of ego behind the microphone today guys um but and for those of you that don't know what the intimacy lifestyle is check out episode 140, which is called mm-hmm. Scheduling Sex. We outline it there in detail. I'm not going to um, go over it today because that's not really the focus. But we had an opportunity last week to have sex twice in one day. And it, you know we haven't done this in years. Yeah. And, and for those of you who are rolling your eyes going, well, geez, Tony and Elisa, that's you guys. Yeah. This has not happened. In all honesty, this probably has not happened in at least five plus maybe even a decade i i guys i can't remember the last time right i, I mean it so was, this isn't something that we're sitting here behind the microphones going huh, huh look at us we did it twice in one day again no 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 this <laughs> this has not happened in a very long time and just to add a little bit to tony's woohoo from earlier it was actually like twice within five hours yeah it was maybe four hours but definitely i five was hours. um sexually charged yes and, and you know, it was really interesting t- for us to take a step back and say, okay, wait, what, what's going on here and why is this happening and what, what's going on between the two of us? You know, what's the dynamic? Because so often when we get behind these microphones, we want you to kind of know what the backstory is so that the two of you can work on bringing this 
into your marriage, whatever this is, whether we're talking sexual intimacy, whether they're talking emotional intimacy, we want mm-hmm. you, we don't want you to just be like, okay, we're just going to try this and not know how you get there. Right. Right. So we were in a situation where, you know, it had been the holidays. We'd had people in town. We were, you know, sleeping at, at the in-laws house. And then we were back here at our house and we had the in-laws here at our house and kids were in different places. Well, we, we were away at my folks house. So at least in-laws and, and even right. and over Christmas, we were sleeping in my aunt and uncle's RV and because they had it parked in their driveway as an extra place to... Because there were so many of us. So many of us. So we, we slept in the RV, which, you know, a lot of you'd be like, well, wow, that's great. You know, you're alone. Yeah, but, you know, you're up late. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting things together for Christmas. You know, it's all that that is happening. And so to just get somewhere and just sleep was all that was on our mind. And, you know, out of our own bed... Um, we're in an RV and it was super cold up there. So it's just like, <laughs> so we did cuddle and yes, if yes. you're wondering, we did have sex in the motor home. Um, so that's a first for us. That We've is, never done that. Right. Um, but it was, it wasn't great. No, no. I mean, it was, I mean, just, it, was it was good. I it, mean, at least, at got in her head. She, she started like, Oh my gosh, this and that. And I, I was a little over analytical. Yeah. She was over analyzing it. So it wasn't this, like, it wasn't great. Right. Sometimes folks, you just got to get out of your own head and just get in the moment. And Elisa so wasn't getting out of I wasn't getting out of my head. It, it wasn't good. And so then, you know, we're back home and Tony is like supercharged, right? Like the poor man I thought was going to explode, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're in this situation where, you know, it's like, okay, what do we do about this? And, and I actually posed the question to him, you know, because we had talked about having sex later that night. And I actually just posed the question to him. I'm like, do you just want to have sex right now? And you know, here's and in that moment, we were we were taking a shower because we were getting ready to go somewhere. I think, right? Yeah, I forget where we were going. Right. So we were yeah. we, we were we were in the shower, and we've done we've done a, a, an episode or two on you know taking showers together and the benefit of taking showers or baths together. And this is one of those reasons why because it is an opportunity for the two of you to connect emotionally. You know, you do have conversations in the shower, hopefully. You know, and it was one it was during this moment where you know we're in the shower. And we're discussing, you know, hey, when are we going to make this happen? And I was, you know, sort of sharing where I was. And, you know, for for a lot of us, that's tough. Right. You know, for a lot of us, that's tough. And for me, even so, I mean, this is one of those years where I'm going to just be able to, I want to be able to speak my mind more freely and not overanalyze stuff myself. Because sometimes I can, I could be there and go, well, if I ask her, then she's going to say no. And what if she says no? And then I'm going to be rejected. And then I'm going to feel... like, uh, gosh, again. And then will I be able to like try to initiate later? And so one of the things I'm trying to do this year is just, you know, be forthright about it. Like this is where I'm at. And so in that moment in the shower, you know, I was just like, Alisa, I'm going to just let you know straight up right now. I am super horny. Straight up, straight up. Right. But I mean, understand, I mean, many of you out there totally get what I'm saying to say that is like putting a bullseye on your chest mm-hmm. to get knocked out. Absolutely. It, it, you know, and I'm saying... And a lot of you uh, have had that experience. Yeah, and I'm saying knocked out like just from the rejection, from the blow of that rejection of that no. Like, I am not going to be here for you. I'm not going to do that. And hey, I didn't know what Elisa's reaction was going to be. Honestly, I, I really didn't know because again everything's coming around. It is. There's just stuff happening with family and the kids around and, and such and, and all that jazz. So, 
And so, you know, for me, receiving that information from Tony, I had a choice, right? I mean, no, and just a little other backstory. It was on Wednesday, which was my day to initiate sex, right? right. As part of the intimacy lifestyle that I've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we're on my day. And, you know, I just look at him. I'm like, well, do you want to just have sex now? Like here we're, you know, here we are. And it's good. Like if you're, if you're that desiring of me, then let's, let's do it. Right. And so, you know, we're kind of analyzing, we start analyzing this in the shower. We're like, well, we could do it now and then we could do it later. Right. And so, which guys, honestly, we haven't had that conversation in years, you know, cause we're kind of like, oh, we'll do it in the morning or we'll do it in the evening or we'll have a quickie midday, you know, depending on schedules and stuff. But it's been a long time since we've had the, let's just do it now and have it be quick and let's do it later in the same day. Because Tony had actually suggested, well, yeah, we'll do it now and then we'll just do it again in the morning. I'm like, let's just do it tonight because that'll be good because, you know, it's good. And, you know, it's hard to bring back this this sense of adventure. And, and I do want to say, though, that that was just a quickie and it's yes, something we have discussed before and it is part of our sexual rep- repertoire. It, it, it's okay for us to have quickies at times. It's not something that we do, you know, every single time that we have sex, but it is something that is part of, you know, our normal sexual intimacy. And that should be the case for you guys too. You should have both the quick and playful, the we've got five minutes before maybe a teenager comes home from practice, or we've got, you know, three minutes before dinner, the dinner timer starts going off or whatever it is. Can we add one thing right here right now though? I think I'd love for you to talk about being able to switch over, switching over your mindset, because this is more of a Lisa when, when it gets to this point and, and it could be for, for men as well, just the ability to go, you know what? I can switch myself and be a sexual being right here, right now, even though that the kids are around, you know, again, this was Wednesday, holiday break, kids are around, you, you know, so it's not just like we're alone and there's nobody Candlelight, else. Candlelight, violence, none right? Of that. None of that. So, can can you just talk briefly on that? Just sure. sort of like a how, how do you get yourself in that mindset to be able to go? You know what? Yeah, I I I can get sexually intimate here right now, and and for a quickie at that. Well, I, I think a lot of it for me is that you know when you tell me that you desire me, it, it's not just blowing that off; it's taking that to heart mm. because I think a lot of times, especially. You know, I mean, we've been married 19 plus years and, you know, we know a lot of people in that kind of space. And, you know, I desire you is something that I've heard hundreds of times. Right. I mean, you you know, it's like we were talking about the laundry. Like how much laundry have we done in the last 20 years? And so to say, you know what? I Talking about this topic makes me desire you. Well, that usually happens when we podcast. Yeah. It's emotional intimacy. That's why you guys need to make time every week to communicate, really communicate with one another. It's great for your sexual intimacy. Another podcast. Um, but when you tell me that, and if I take it to heart, then it starts getting that because it's it's an emotional connection with you that you're expressing that. It allows mm-hmm. me to go, okay, you know what? He's he's expressing himself in words. It's not, it's not like back in the old days for us when you used to just grab, like if you hadn't had sex in a while and you would just grab me and I'd be like, oh, geez, stop grabbing me. Everybody grabs me. that You grab me. The kids, you know, and it was just this drag. It's like when I hear that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I've been with this man for 19 years or for those of you that have been married, you know, six months or 30 years or whatever it is. 
when your spouse tells you that they desire you, that is no small thing, folks. Right. And I think for every couple, it's going to be a little different. You know, hey, grabbing, grab for you, grabbing you on the butt may be a thing. That, that may be the way you feel desired. The thing is here is that you need to express that to your spouse so that they understand what turns you on as well. Right. Because, you know, I, I did get to a point where I told Tony years ago, I'm like, stop grabbing me. Like, I, I want to be touched. But the grabbing was always, and that was back in the time when we weren't having sex a lot. So the grab was just like, I, I just want to physically connect with you. And, and that's part of the reason why we're doing this show to start the year, you guys. It's that your bodies were designed for touch. Mm -hmm. Can we just, you know, you've heard a gazillion times, the skin is the largest organ. Guess what? The skin was designed for touch, right? And you got married to be with this other person. And yes, we're talking a lot about sexual intimacy, but I'm talking about the physical intimacy as well. Hold hands with each other. Put your arm around each other. Brush up against each other in the kitchen. You know, these are all things that interestingly enough, when you're building, you know, the romantic aspect of your marriage need to be a component. Mm -hmm. It's not just straight to the bedroom. Let's get naked or in our case, the shower. Right. But you know, so back here, here we are in the shower and Tony expresses his desire. And yeah, I could have shot him down. There have been times in the past when I would have, when I would have been like, no, we gotta get a shower. We live in California. It's a drought. We can't spend that much water. You know, I mean, whatever lame excuse, you know, the kids are going to be hungry, whatever it is. That's just an excuse. Right. If your marriage matters, and I said this at the start of the show, if your marriage matters, stop making excuses this year. You know, like no more excuses. Just be intentional about it, guys. Like, you know, here we are. Tony expresses his desire. I say, you know what? Let's go for it. And, and then like, let's do it again. Now, Tony could have probably, you know, dropped dead in the shower when I suggested that because I have not suggested that in forever. But there was this anticipation of, you know what, we're just going to do it now because he's obviously incredibly horny. And so that's just going to be his release, right? Like that's, you know, it was purely physical for him. I did not have an orgasm. No, but I mean, it was, it was just for Tony. And you know what? That's okay sometimes because he doesn't do that all the time. You know, our sex life is not one-sided, right? It's not always one person having an orgasm and the other person not because we have learned and explored each other's bodies over the years to understand how and what works for the other person. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not all just me or all just Tony. It's a mutually beneficial connection. And if there are times when he's just horny, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say his sexual desire generally is higher than mine. We're not always matched. And so, right. I, and I'm understanding of that. I don't take that as a negative in our marriage. I just take that as a fact. And so because of that, I was just like, okay, well, let's do this. And so then we had like the next couple of hours knowing that we had already kind of planned to have sex again to go, okay, like let's romance each other, right? Let's do those little things. Let's have those touches. And, and that's really, you know, in spite of everything that Tony and I talk about, in spite of the fact that we do the intimacy lifestyle and have for the last eight years, there are times when our sex life can get a little boring or not boring, but routine, I routine. think is a better word. Mm -hmm. Routine is a better word because our, you know, orgasms are great, but the actual actions sometimes can get more routine. And so this really kind of brought back that excitement, that sense of adventure, that sense of newness again. Because, you know, honestly, when I was trying to think back, I'm like, okay, we're we going back to like the honeymoon here when we last did this. I mean, probably not, but it seemed like it because mm -hmm. I couldn't remember. So bringing this in, you know, having sex twice in one day, it, it does 
bring excitement. It brings anticipation back into your marriage, into your sexual intimacy. It gives you a, a fresh perspective. If you're like, okay, well, that's just going to be the quickie, right? Like we're just, we're just going to do like a five minute. And then later on, we're going to get like the 45 minute or the two, you know, some of you I know have shared with us, it's like two hours, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it works, that's for you guys. But here's the thing. It's working for both of you. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it adds that sexual adventure. It adds it adds a component to, you know, years ago, this is something else that you could also do. If you, if you physically don't want to have sex twice in one day, mm-hmm. something that Elise and I did years ago, and I, and, I, and I think we should bring this back too, is bringing each other to a state of almost orgasm, a state of almost ha- pleasuring each other, right? So right to that moment before Elisa would have you know, her climax, or I would ejaculate, you would stop right there. And I'm telling you, that takes willpower to be able to, in some time, and I remember doing this years ago, and we would do it in the morning. It was early in the morning, you know, and we would do that to the point of climax or almost ejaculate, and then we would stop. And then we'd do, go about our day. And our day would be filled with our normal stuff. You know, it, it may be, hey, you're going to work or it may be during the weekend and even on the weekend you have these activities going on. But I always remember during those moments and those times the, the heightened romance that would happen during that. The, the, the touches, the, the eyes, the, the looking at each other, the smiles, the, the blowing kisses to each other. I mean, all of that was done because we both knew that that evening we're going to finish off. Mm -hmm. And so be it two times in a day, which is sort of like that two times in a day is almost like the, and and I'll tell you from a guy's perspective, and it may be even for the female perspective too, if you're super horny and and it's just, you you know you're going to have sex and it's just going to happen so fast. It's sort of like, like I want this to last. I do because I enjoy being sexually intimate with you that this is a way that you can you can release right for us guys we can release and then that next time be it four five ten hours later allow you to be able to extend that sexual pleasure and not come so quickly not ejaculate so fast and be like dang it you know because i'm there i i i i get there as well where i'm just like man i wanted this to last like 20 minutes and it's already done and it, it can be frustrating. I still enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. And yet I, I just want to be able to be in that moment in, in pleasing Lisa, Elisa and having that pleasure myself. So what do you guys do? And what I mean by that is let's talk about how you can bring this into your marriage this week. You know, at the top of the show, the hug, you know, this week was top 10 ways to initiate. So mm-hmm. I would definitely go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate and pick that up. And I just want you all to know, those of you that are listening to the show, when it first releases on January 5th, um, that is National Whipped Cream Day. And so if you're looking for a creative way, it is, you know, bring home a little whipped cream. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, and you, you could have your own dessert, just the two of you. Um, so... Throughout the year, we're going to make you guys aware that something that we're picking up this year is just to make you aware of some of these national days that you can incorporate into your sexual intimacy or your emotional intimacy to bring some fun 
Right. Um, so National Whipped Cream Day, if you're listening to this, bring home the whipped cream and then, you know, share that with your spouse. Um, but be aware of opportunities. Guys, so often we're going, you know, 90 miles an hour that we miss the beauty that is right in front of us. Very much like that quote that I opened the show with. You know, when we slow down and we look and look with intention, mm-hmm. right? So, so be intentional about your time. Those of you with little kids, if you've got, you know, like if you've got a little one that takes two naps, well, that could conceivably be twice a day. Take that, take that opportunity. The laundry will still be there. The dirty dishes will still be there. Make good use of like the beginning of nap time and then you all get a nap after. It's perfect. Those of you that got kids in sports, drop the kids off at sports and then go home. You know, that type of thing. You know, find those opportunities. You know, some of you may need to actually set a date to say, you know, what, we're just going to clear off, you know, January 15th and we're just going to call that a good Friday and we're going to, you know, meet for lunch and we're going to rendezvous after dinner. You know, set a date. Maybe that's what you need to do. Don't forget to have fun. Guys, yeah. you know, when we throw out things out here, like have sex twice in one day, it's not meant to be stuff that you're just adding to your to-do list, right? You, you don't need any more things to do. Having sex with your spouse, making love with your spouse, that is a privilege and a gift. So why wouldn't you want to cherish that and do it as much as you can? Right? I mean, like, let's think that through, right? If, if your spouse is the most wonderful gift that you have ever been given, then why wouldn't you unwrap it as often as you can? Right. You know, and, and as you're doing that and as you're setting the stage for this, you know, think about how you romance your spouse, right? If you're going to be having sex twice in one day, I'm just going to throw it out there. There should be some romance going on. This isn't just two quickies and you're like, geez, we did it. Check that one off the bucket list. No, maybe one's a quickie and the other one's going to be kind of your lasting and lingering, you know, time together. So send the sexy text messages. And we've actually got a link that we're going to put in the show notes. Um, if you need some of those sexy text messages to send, you know, ideas to send to each other, you know, leave a post-it note on the mirror, call your spouse up during the day and, and you know, just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much a little romance can impact your sexual intimacy. That's what I hear time and time again for the clients that I coach, you know, when things have gotten, when there's been drift, when there's, you know, lack of sexual intimacy, when we start unpacking it, a lot of times there's a lack of romance. And yes, those two things do go hand in hand. And, and sometimes you gotta, you gotta be able to learn what your spouse enjoys, right? And you gotta speak to them and, and they to you in a way that is romancing in your marriage, mm-hmm. because that's the key. You guys... You guys have to learn and continue to learn and grow in this area because if you don't, it'll get stagnant and stale. It just will. I mean, believe me, it just will. So don't do these, don't have these conversations right before you're going to have sex, please. And don't have it in your bedroom, please. Go for a walk, get out, go outside, sit on some chairs and just go talk about it. But do it prior to just like, Hey, let's just do this. And it's, it's out of left field because if you're not in that place, your spouse is going to shut you down. Mm-hmm. So do it in a place where you know, you're going to at least start to get some ideas and have success. I can do what I do, you know, mention it to Elisa in the shower because we've had these conversations many, many, many of times over the last six years. And so they grow upon each other. But d- believe me, when we go on our walk and talks, we'll talk about some of this stuff. 
or if we're on a long drive, we'll talk about this stuff. And so there's no expectation that it's going to happen right there and right and right now. It's stuff that we begin to talk about and learn about each other and we store away and go, oh yeah, you know what? Next time I'm gonna, I want to romance Elisa, I'm going to do it like this next time. You know what I mean? Because this is what turns her on. One other place not to necessarily discuss it would be on date night. <laughs> because if sexual intimacy has been a challenge in your marriage, bringing it up on date night is definitely, in almost all cases, is going to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we share these things with you on the not twos because we want you guys to have success. You know, we did not, decide to use the hashtag best year ever on a whim. It was really something that we're looking to bring into our own marriage and we want to bring it into your marriage. Right. Everything that we are going to be doing in 2016 for the One Extraordinary Marriage family is going to be designed and is being designed to create for you and to help you create your own best year ever. That's what we want to do. We want to see at the end of 2016, we want to see amazing marriage testimonies of change and transformation. Yes. And we're going to be yes. walking with it with you guys all along the way. And you know, we've got 52 weeks and we want to see you do it. And one of the ways to start this year is to think, you know what? When can we do twice in one day? Yeah. When was the last time we did twice in one day? And if you can't remember kind of like me and Tony, then this might be the week that you need to pull that out. Yeah. Pull it out. Yes. That Actually, was... I should say pull it, push it. What? You, okay. <laughs> Total pun. Just go with it, guys. Just go with it. Just go with it. All right. So first week of the year. Let's do it, you guys. Let's let's change it up. Let's change up our sexual intimacy. For some of you, you may be like, uh, two in one day. What's all about? Hey, you may need to just start up with the intimacy lifestyle. We're going to have a link in here for you. So come on back here. Learn about scheduling sex. Learn how that has impacted our lives. Learn how that has impacted thousands of couples around the world who have taken that on. We've shared so many of their stories over the years. And it's truly, truly amazing. Because you can have spontaneity. You can. Even when you're doing it twice in one day. So go out there. Make love. Have fun with each other. Have fun with each other when you're doing this. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. And we want to hear your success stories. So send them in to info at one extraordinary marriage.com. Love you guys.